Hello, this is Bill Lytell again, Wisdom for Your Walk. Now, we're constantly working on improving the quality of the recordings. Uh, if you have noticed that maybe some of the quality is not where it ought to be, please remember that uh, we are constantly working on it. You get a hold of us if you like, and we'll do better. Uh, I want to make these uh, easy to listen to. I want to share with you uh, a burden on my heart as a local church pastor. I've been a senior pastor now for 28 years at the Gospel Baptist Church. I was 11 and a half years as assistant pastor there before that. And in three years before that at Community Baptist Church, I was assistant pastor. I have been in the local church since I've been two years old, before I knew better. My parents brought me there. When I knew better, I got saved at five. Remember the date, where I'm at. And it was real. And went to First Baptist Church in Elkhart, Indiana, then Grace Bible Church in Elkhart, Indiana. So I've been a local church, independent, Bible-believing, a literal interpretation, King James Bible, soul-winning, bus ministry church since pretty much my whole adult or awake life. I have uh, been burdened lately about something. If you can go to virtual church and it is as good for you as real church, physical church, something is wrong with you. I don't mean to insult you. I'm not here to insult you. Right, what we're doing right now is virtual. Okay, I'm not saying virtual doesn't have a place. Uh, virtual isn't edifying. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it doesn't edify. I'm not saying it doesn't have a place. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. What I am saying is if, if you can replace your physical church, your assembly together with the people of God, with virtual, and not feel like it's less or inferior to the real, something's wrong with you, spiritually, seriously. The Bible says in, in Hebrews chapter 10, 25, not forsaking the assembling, that's the getting together physically, of yourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, so much the more as you see the day approaching. And, and, and the common sense and example of the entire book of, of Acts is about physical, and I might say all the epistles too, is about physical attendance. You say, well, Brother Bill, they didn't have any other option at the time, no doubt. But that was in God's wisdom, understanding where we'd be today. And he wrote these things for the past, the present, and the future. The Word of God is uh, it's acceptable to us. Uh, it is uh, necessary and, and viable and, 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 if I may say, practical every day, whether I live now or whether I live first century. Um, it is our edification God given us. He knew the age we would live when he wrote it. And so what I'm getting at is I'm, I'm running into people who tell me, well, preacher, I'm, uh, I'm watching videos at church. I don't really come. And I watch the videos of the church. I'm, every, every Sunday I watch uh, maybe even a live stream or maybe our website or maybe a podcast like what this is. And preacher, I'm, I really appreciate all of that and what you're doing, but they don't show. The church of Jesus Christ will fail if we go to, if we go to virtual church and forsake assembling of ourselves together. Why? Because there's some things in virtual that you do not get physically. 
physically we exhort one another. In other words, the little bumps that we get from our brothers uh, walking among them and being among them. There's a lot of little exhortations you get on a Sunday as you get among your brothers, uh, you, as you chat with them about what they're doing during the week and what's going on and how their walk with God has been. And, and uh, there's hundreds of little bumps or little chats or little touches that the Holy Spirit will do through being around your brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, and you'll not get that on virtual church. That's not going to happen. And so you say, well, Brother Bill, I mean, uh, I, I don't want the COVID bothering me and scaring me. And someday, my brother and sister, you're going to have to come out. You're going to have to come out. We have young people. I'm talking 25, 26, 27-year-old young people not coming to church physically because of COVID. Now, stop. The percentage of death among that age group is indecibel. It's like a tenth of 1%. Uh, as a young person, especially a healthy young person, these people are, they have like no worry about COVID. They have more worry about the flu. And, and when the flu is around forever, I never saw anybody staying home because of the flu or staying home because maybe there was potential of catching the flu or a cold or, or uh, other diseases that are out there. Uh, what is this deal about COVID? Well, I think it becomes an excuse for many not to come to church and not to be, what am I going to say, held responsible by your brothers and sisters by being around them. You say, well, Brother Bill, I get tired of dressing up, showering, getting ready. Remember who you're doing that for. You're doing that for Jesus. You go back in early Pentateuch, and he gives a, the a form of worship in, in the, for the tabernacle, and they had to have a specific dress. I mean, we're talking about Aaron and Levites. They had a specific dress, and they had a choir under David's time, and, and, and they sang, and he told them how to sing and what kind of instruments to bring. And, and so they had songs of praise to God, and they, they heard exhortation under Nehemiah. He had a pulpit of wood he preached off of and explained the Bible. Now, people say, well, that's what I get on my virtual church, but that's only part of it. Dear beloved brother and sister, church is not just the preaching or not just the singing. It is being with your brothers. There is an exhortation process that happens by being with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Do you get where I'm coming from? Hmm? In 3.13 of Hebrews, it says, But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Now look. You can't exhort somebody if you're not around them. You can't observe that they need any help if you're not around them. If everybody's in their individual home, tucked away in their bedroom, they don't have to get their hair done. They don't have to put the makeup on. The girls don't have to put a dress on. They, in their pajamas, watch. First of all, there's a sense of holiness about being under the Word of God and the preaching of God and the singing of God. Uh, there's something special about dressing up for Jesus. There's something special and, and important about dressing up for God. If, if you were given an audience of a, of a president of the United States, you wouldn't go there in your house coat and not wash or shave, uh, shave your uh, beard off or get cleaned up or ladies put makeup on. You'd get spiffed up. Well, you'd put everything you know on. You'd dress up. 
You'd get all ready. Why? You'd go buy a new dress, ladies. Man, you'd go buy a new suit. Why? Because, boy, you're getting, to go, you're getting to see the President of the United States walk in the office, shake hands with him, and it's a big honor. Well, it's a big honor to come to the church because two or more gather in my name, there I am in the midst. Imagine when 100 or more, 200 or more, 500 or more, 1,000 or more gather in my name. That's the very presence of God in our midst. We're honored to have God come into our midst, and we dress up for him, and we get spiffed up for him, and, and we get cleaned up for him. But why? We're showing our honor to God. Um, I'm so sad to see uh, this virtual church beginning to, in some people's mind at least, replace real church. I have no other motivation than to be pleasing to God by, by telling you this. That's it. I'm not doing it because I'm a preacher. I'm not doing it to line my pockets. There's no motivation other than I believe from my heart, having walked with God some, that this is some wisdom for your walk. May the Lord give you wisdom as you go through this and the grace of God help you.